1: What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome back to another episode of Outside the Trenches. I'm BJ Kissel, joined as always by Nick Leckie, the former K State All American, two time K State All American, and Super Bowl champion with the New Orleans Saints back in 09. and also joined by Tucker Franklin, podcast producer. <laughs> it's not quite as <laughs> it's exciting, Tucker. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to butcher yeah. this intro, but I try to build up Nick he's All American. This and they got Tucker. <laughs>
2: that's fair
3: what else to do man i'm sorry tucker it's funny because it's true
1: t-
2: <laughs> I, know. I know it's good, it's so good. i was in
3: down and i was just like and tucker <laughs> let's let's do tucker as like uh like they do brazilians like ronaldinho or like pele it's like tough yeah
2: just one name and i'm down with tucker <laughs> yeah I just do that. Just
3: do that from, from now on. And Tucker. <laughs> and <laughs> but, Tucker. Like, damn,
2: damn <laughs> and Camp
1: TikTok. Nick, blah, blah, the blah, The next blah. couple of weeks. Yeah. And, all right. Well, let's get this thing back on track. We're not even going to redo it. That's the intro, boys. <laughs> so that's what we got. We appreciate all you for, for listening through that mess. And... For listening to us here on KC Sports Network, whether you're listening on the YouTube channel or whether it's one of the audio platforms on Apple or Spotify, uh, wherever you're at, we appreciate uh, you for subscribing. Please tell your friends, as that is how we will grow this thing bigger um, and better and do more cool things, uh, the more people that know about what we're doing. So we'll try to put out good content. Uh, You tell your friends about it, we'll do some cool stuff together, Uh, and one of the Reasons that we're able to do cool stuff is because of our partners. We have nine for KC Sports Network, and it all started with our day one partner in Jack Stack Barbecue. Uh, we have not been shy about our love for Jack Stack Barbecue, and you don't have to be in Kansas City to appreciate it. Jackstackbbq.com ships all over the country, and if you are a day one member of kc sports network which means you went online and you bought one of our pullovers uh we've got some cool stuff coming for you thanks to a lot of our partners so that is what we've got we've got a good show for you we've got the chief's first preseason game boys just right around the corner this will be the the last show we record before the guys get out there and put jerseys on and play an actual football game yes Uh, i don't care if it's preseason that's actual football um if did you guys see to go off topic here real quick the ratings of the Hall of Fame preseason game yeah. outdid the Olympics and that is not a knock on the Olympics that is a uh- the NFL is king, and it's never going anywhere. I don't care what anyone says on social media about the NFL dying off. Like, that is not happening at all. The NFL sells 8 million fans watching a glorified pre- preseason game of the preseason. People are still out there <laughs> watching it. Um, but the Chiefs have a game on Saturday, which should be a lot of fun. But before we get into some of the game stuff, Nick, I've got to ask, how was your last week been?
3: It was good. I had a good week. I was uh, up in St. Louis. Uh, eating the food there working and just enjoying the last bits of summer before my kids go back to school. I'm really excited for that because I told you guys I get jealous like when their asses are like sitting here at home and I've got to go to work and I, get, I I I remember my days of summer which just I remember not worrying about a damn thing and just having a billion hours of free time. It's almost like being in prison break and like whittle like a toothbrush into a shank or something like that that's what i had when i was a kid just oodles of time just
1: unreal amounts of time i'd say to my kids all the time like just enjoy being a kid like you have no responsibility like they just kind of look at me funny like six like just enjoy just doing whatever you want like responsibilities not a whole lot of fun so tuck how's your last week been
2: it's been good. I've been grinding, trying to get that 35-yard punt, try to get that punt total up. Got to got to hit that 35 mark if I want that Tommy Townsend jersey. I
1: was going to say, please explain to everybody the context in case this is the first time they've heard it, of how this all right. came about and what your training and your equipment purchases now have <laughs> led to. This thing is, is kind of taking on a, a mind of its own.
2: Well, it's true. I've watched several YouTube videos on how to punt a football. feel pretty proficient in, in punting now. Um, but I have purchased a few footballs. I went to go get, purchase, like, wh- how did all this start? What's it for? Go oh, back to for the a Tom- so I've turned into quite the Tommy Townsend fanboy i'm not i'm not ashamed to admit that there's plenty of patrick mahomes fanboys and i said you know what you know who doesn't have very many fanboys it's tommy townsend and tommy townsend deserves some fanboys too uh he's got the shortest shorts he's got the longest hair he's he's always ready to party dude uh and he's always ready to, to drop some bombs on the football field
1: <laughs> how does short shorts mean the guy's ready to party if that was the short shorts mean a guy's ready to party, that, Listen, short yeah. bro, ready to party? I'm not you don't get to get away with that line
2: that's no, not
3: how we mean? work here. Hold on. Hold on. Can, can I explain to my, my my fellow Zillennial?
2: Yes. Go ahead. So
3: the, the the trend for beach wear with the youth these days are five inch inseam shorts. So, mm. you know, show that like mid thigh. We're not talking like Daisy Dukes, but just a little okay. bit longer than Daisy Dukes for dudes. So you get some mid thigh love, you know, you get some, get the quads showing, uh, you know, peeking out, stuff like that. And just it's fashionable. It's high fashion. Is that fashion.
1: yours? Is it that is. your high fashion?
3: Yeah. No. I, Nick? I, 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 oh. oh, okay. I like a 17-inch inseam, but it's got to yeah. be, like, way above the knee. Like, I can't – it can't be touching a knee because that's, like – I was, like, the,
1: the 90s back. kid where, like, the NBA sh- player shorts went Opposite. from, like, their hips to, like, their ankle bones.
2: Opposite. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Opposite. I actually just bought three new pairs of shorts that were all five inch inseams today, too. Um, so, so I mean that's that's the trend. The trend now is very short shorts. Listen, Tyron Matthew wears shorts. Did you shorts just do too? that because
1: Tommy Townsend did? Are you starting to it's, dress like him? Every every
2: 20-year-old. Tw- no, it's, yeah. it's the shorter the shorts, the the, the more you live in life. Um but
3: it's you, know what? you had a better you had a better one. That was that was awesome, Tucker.
2: The shorter the shorts,
3: the better you're living life. I like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's, that's how it is. But, um, so I'm trying to just get a little bit like Tommy Townsend to drop a 35 yard nuke, uh, to get this Tommy Townsend jersey paid for on the KCSN Sports Network. Well, I just SN means Sports Network, the KC Sports Network dime. Um, and then I can, I will be rocking with it. Every postgame show, I think I have to wear the Tommy Townsend jersey at that point, but I, I will be rocking that jersey frequently. Yeah, um, so that's basically how it came all about, and I went and bought equipment, I bought a couple new footballs, uh, bought some cleats for it, uh, probably. and I got a massage gun too to make sure the hammies loose, so we we're cooking.
1: <laughs> you did not buy a massage gun strictly for this?
2: Well, no, I already had it before that, okay. but all
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. I can't expense that, okay? <laughs> Getting weird here. But this started because you wrote me in. You t- you snitch tagged me as the guy that could pay oh, for yeah, it through KC Sports Network. <laughs> you know, like, hey, that. this should be expense. This should be paid. And I'm just sitting there chilling with my family, and all of a sudden it's like, what is this? And I look, look, open up Twitter, and it's like, what is this poll? And it was like basically <laughs> Tucker saying, if I get – all of these Chiefs fans to say, "Hey, yes, I should have a Tommy Townsend jersey." Like a fan's gonna be like, "No, that guy didn't deserve one." No, everybody's gonna, <laughs> say, yes. Everybody's gonna say yes.
3: Shoot like, or shoot, Tucker. I got. Yeah, hey,
1: you know what? Publicly call that like, "Hey, are you gonna give him this jersey if he gets all these people to say he deserves one?" <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, of course, yes. <laughs> but now, now we made it to where he's got to earn it, so that yeah, jersey totally may or may not be on the way to the office, Tucker. And like I said, there are no freebies. If you don't kick the ball 35 yards, you ain't getting that jersey. Okay.
2: That's fair. It's only fair, I think. I've got to really put in the training time. Um, We haven't determined a time, I think, that we're going to do this, but that's still up in the air. So uh, It's going to be streamed live, I think.
1: It has to be. It has to be. Yeah. So I'm thinking if we can make it to a preseason game at some point, like in the parking lot, I think that would be Mm -hmm. cool. We're just basically going to brainstorm this out on the, right yeah. on the show here. We haven't no really planning No yet. more planning. We're just going to show up one day
3: and just do it, and it's just going to be like that. I just it. think,
1: you, just, you know, when you get there early enough, like you can kind of walk off 35 yards, and you tell everybody, like, what's going on. I think it, you don't even yeah. have to plan, like, where it's at. You just tell people once you show up.
3: <laughs> Straight up, what's... I can eyeball 35 yards. 100% I can eyeball 35 yards. Like, I Are you going to games and, this year, Nick? Energy. Are you going to be there? Maybe if 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 Tucker is if if Tucker, the Tucker, Tucker's going to kick for Tommy Townsend jersey show up for that and then leave and go watch the game on TV. <laughs> mm.
2: <laughs> do I get a snap? Do I do I get someone snapping it to me, or do I've got to do it spinning in my hand? Yeah, type of deal. Um, yeah, you're going to have marks.
1: a timer. You might even have a guy blitzing off the edge and jumping oh at God. you. <laughs> <Okay>.
2: <laughs> do I get a full line?
1: Max pretend if we can yeah. find volunteers in the crowd that are willing to be a part of this video, which I don't think will be difficult. Uh, yeah. People are going to be excited about it. If the, yeah. if the Garth Brooks concert the other night was any indication of what Arrowhead's going to be like, there's going to be a lot of people yeah. there.
2: That's probably enough about my punting skills. We've already, that's enough about the Garth Brooks
1: concert. I don't want to talk about that either. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> just people be, so, yeah. be responsible. So, yeah. Do you,
3: do you think we should care about each other? The, the next segment. What do you think we should
1: call it? Why do you keep poking me like this?
3: Because I, I can sense your weakness. <laughs> Both of right you. Now.
1: I can sense <laughs> a your weakness. It is I a strength. I think it's a ridiculous I name. I think it's a ridiculous name. Well, you know what, guys? I'll talk a little bit about not my week, but I'm talking about my day because I got Thanks. to hang out with some, one of Tucker's old pals and Jordan. Foot got to go to lunch with Seth Kaiser and who's down here from Minnesota and, uh, Nate Taylor, Josh Briscoe, his girlfriend or fiance wife. Sorry. I don't know what that dynamic is. His lady friend um, was there. And then Seth's kids were there. So, or two of Seth's, um, village. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it was a lot of fun. Went and had some barbecue at a, at a rival barbecue place. Um, actually won't name that, but, um, yeah, it's really good as Jack stack will always tell you, try a little bit of everything and support different Kansas city locations. So we did that. It's good to catch up with those guys, but it was always fun to talk, you know, kind of what people are thinking and about the chiefs and you know, different people that you know, we've all been creating content together for a long time. Seth and I started back at Arrowhead Pride around the same time with Craig Stout, uh, like 12 years ago. So we've known each other a long time.
3: That's amazing. You know, I, I love Jack stack cause they're always like, try everything else, but they come back to daddy. Yeah. And we know who, who that is. And that's the crown, that's the crown prime beef rib
1: Yeah. at the, uh, at that the is, is definitely, if there's a, oh. if there is a piece of like one piece of meat in Kansas city and like Kansas city barbecue that deserves to be called daddy, it's definitely <laughs> the crime. Prime damn, straight, beef rib. damn
3: straight. There's damn a lot straight. of good
1: barbecue. And You know what? I will say it and not to go off on this because we talked about it with like the Jack stack folks. Cause they're amazing. Um, they've been huge supporters of us. The only reason that any of this happened. Uh, but I always really appreciate the way that not just Jack stack, but all the different barbecue places in Kansas City uh can be competitive because every every business is competitive. You want to be a successful business, but not the detriment of anyone else. Uh and so it's actually pretty cool the way that the barbecue restaurants um kind of support one another, saying, Hey, try a little bit of everything and and not everybody's gonna be into you're going to have your favorites and your preferences eat a little bit of all of it all the time as a kansas city kid but i always i we likened it to different chiefs content creators and all the different platforms and we were sitting there talking with people from the athletic and you got the kansas city star and you got arrowhead pride and you've got all these different places uh has got a Substack deal um that's cool to be in a business and with us and kc sports network that Nobody has to fail in order for us to succeed at what we want to do. We can literally all succeed on all of our platforms by doing good work and having people come and read and consume the content we're putting out, which your numbers go up and everybody's happy um, for us it's you're engaging and doing cool stuff with our brands and our partners and all that kind of stuff. But uh, sorry to go off a little tangent. I just think it's cool that we're in a place that we can literally support and kind of cheer on and all kind of get behind everybody where that nobody has to fail in order for all of these different platforms uh casey sports sports network included uh in order to succeed it's not like anybody else has to be struggling which is great
3: one love true
1: yep exactly all right let's get into our blind nil yes yes
3: it's until i find
1: something better i you know what i'll take the mini l Hey, hey, people! So, if you're listening to this, make it. And a you thing. get to go first because I know you didn't prepare, Nick. So what, <laughs> you what's your segment? I'm not even gonna give you a second to. Pre- what's your Listen, segment?
3: Listen, here, here we go. Here we go. Tucker tweeted out today that he saw a dime package, and it had mm. Ben Neiman, Sorensen, Matthew, Thornhill, Ward, Steve Hughes. That's right. That's a knockout blow, BJ. That's a knockout game <laughs> from the uh, from the boxing announcer. It's I mean, not an it energy
1: drink. This is way. water.
3: I'm wow. dis- disappointed. But that being said, what do you think about that package?
2: I think that Anthony Hitchens should be the Dime Linebacker instead of uh, Ben Neiman. That's the only problem I had. I think that Willie Gay was also out with a concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of changes things a little bit too. But Ben Neiman has been the Dime Linebacker for years so that doesn't really surprise me nothing like that surprised me Hughes on the outside was surprising at the beginning of camp because when when the Chiefs brought him in it was always the talk of okay he can play well in the slot he looks like he'll be a slot corner move Sneed to the outside Sneed on the outside was good at the end of last year all that all that was good we that's how we kind of thought that was going to play out then Mike Hughes moves out to the outside he's played well on the outside so I like that I like that setup right there um with with the dime set I don't know about you BJ
1: who was who was down did we do we have a single defensive lineman
2: no that was just the secondary no
3: yeah it was second i was looking Mm -hmm. at kind of like the shell like i didn't didn't know who was inside but i'm assuming
1: yeah as long as you name tyron matthew i'm good (laughs) for like an easy cop-out answer like if he's on the field everybody's fine (laughs) like
2: they're all good no it's all good
1: I like those dime packages because I like when that's those that's the stuff when Spags gets creative, when you start having like the extra DBs out there and guys are flying around and you see LeJarrius Sneed blitzing off the edge and you're going to see these guys. Um Legeria Sneeds going to go down probably, was, you know, the all time leader in, in Chiefs history and like sacks by a defensive back. I think Ron Parker has the record right now with like seven and a half. It's weird. I remember these things, uh, but cause like Daniel Sorensen was going to be up there. Cause he was a blitzing safety like that, but um, I could be wrong on that, but something like that. And I, I can kind of see that being the case. But uh, when you go at those dime linebacker, those NASCAR packages where you have like the cane doe, like that sounds like a kind of package yeah. where he's going to have a chance to be in the mix and he's going to, loop around from like the far like wide nine to like the backside b gap like that's when they do that weird crazy stuff um you have that many dbs on the field because if you have a package like that it's third and 14 like it's gonna take a while for a play to develop so they can try to do something a little more creative so when i hear all those dbs and and not a lot of linebackers i start thinking who's the db who's coming and then i realized that honey badger's back there and
3: be fine and it's all good and it's all good yeah. i mean I, I love steve just just because i feel like steve is a, is a young honey badger and he's he's a young palomalo i mean he's not afraid to get his nose dirty he's not afraid to get up in the line of scrimmage you know getting rough and tough with the big boys down in the middle and and he gets after it man he so gets after it. I mean, he's an exciting I'll, player to watch i'll
1: yeah. say this respectfully nick um i'm never calling anyone a little badger ever <laughs> Like, I have too much, and I don't mean this to be, like, all preachy. I have too much respect for, like, Honey Badger is one of one. Like, that, the built different, all that stuff, like, he's his own thing. So I, to a point, and it's going to annoy people, if they start saying, like, he's like Honey Badger, I'm going to start being like the, well, actually, like, nope. Like, don't do that. <laughs>
3: you're like, there, it's don't normalize,
1: don't normalize like <laughs> what that dude does and how he carries himself as a five foot nine, 190 pound safety. That every yeah. NFL quarterback has to know, like, they're paying attention to that dude. That's hard I, to do uh, on his, uh, if you're not 6'5, 280, and you know, Miles Garrett. Yeah. To scare defensive backs or scale scare offensive coordinators the way that he does, and quarterbacks, just because he's so smart. And you see some of those plays that he, some of those coverages that he's done, those end zone views. And I know you guys know what I'm talking about. Those Texans playoff games where he's just mm-hmm. taking like seven routes away in like four moves.
2: So that's crazy.
3: Yeah, he, he's amazing.
2: To your point, Nick. Too, I think that uh, the positional versatility is similar. Uh, with LeJarius Sneed and, and Tyron Matthew because he can't play on the outside. He played safety in college. Uh, he played outside and inside last year. I I see the similarities with the positional versatility. Um, but Spags loves those guys that can play all kinds of positions on the defensive secondary. Devin Key's is another guy who was brought in as a safety. They've worked him with the cornerbacks too, and he's played a little bit of slot DiCaprio Boodle again a guy who's played safety they've worked him with the corners and they've worked him uh, in the slot so it, it's it, the versatility on this team in the secondary is very good it's also cheap versatility uh, Brett Veach doesn't spend a whole lot on this secondary he gets a lot of UDFAs gets a lot of late round draft picks a lot of guys um, besides Tyron Matthew obviously he's a high dollar guy and he should he deserves every penny he should get an extension and he totally deserves it. And I think that's the guy that you need at the back end to kind of captain all of these guys who are maybe lesser known players. BJ was giving me an eye when I was talking about the secondary and I didn't mention Tyron Matthews. I feel late. like I, I snapped on
1: Nick a little bit and then you're in there just be like, yeah, we should pay him. And I'm just here like, yes, you better say
3: pay Tyron or give BJ a bang energy drink. because he will right.
1: snap like, I forget for the people listening on like Apple and Spotify, they can't see like our facial that's expressions true. on like YouTube. So, uh, but yeah, I want to ask you real quick, Tucker, about Devin Key and DiCaprio Boodle, two players that a lot of fans and even myself personally, like I haven't heard anything of, like I've heard them, I've seen like on social, don't know anything about those guys. Can you give like a quick, not a, a nerd, nerd squad type breakdown, but just kind of like a right. quick, why are they two names that fans should be paying attention to when – the game starts on Saturday and you start hearing a lot of these younger players that those are two names that you've said that a lot of people have been talking about consistently that when we get to Saturday, if you start hearing their names again, you're going to, that's a confirmation that these are the guys that were standing out in practice. Now they're standing out in a game.
2: Well, both guys are undrafted free agents. Devin Key out of Western Kentucky. He's a hilltopper. DiCaprio Boodle, some people might be Nebraska fans and know that name already because uh, he played safety. He played corner. Same thing with with uh, Devin Key, both versatile guys in the backfield. That's really Brett Beach's cup of tea. Steve Spagnuolo's cup of tea. Another guy, the, both of those guys are are undrafted free agent guys that Brett Beach has found to make an impact really right away. Um DiCaprio Boodle had been taking some reps with the ones he takes a lot of mental reps behind Tyron Matthew and the defensive backfield kind of flipping his hips and everything doing what he's supposed to be doing shadowing him. And Devin Key's been in with the ones when one Thornhill was hurt. Devin Key was the guy that came in, which can be a little shocking because you know, we all have ideas of Steve Spagnuolo not liking rookies in his defense because there's a complex defensive system. But they're throwing an undrafted guy, Devin Key, in there. And I'd be interested to see how much he does play on Saturday. That's really going to determine these guys. Uh, look, I think Devin Key is going to make the roster. I think it's going to be close for DiCaprio Boodle. It's going to be depend on if he plays special teams or not. But those two guys, I'll, I'll really have my eyes on on Saturday to see, okay, how are these guys playing, how much are they playing, and where are they playing, too. I think that really, all really matters.
1: Yeah, I you, love it. They- Thank you. That was actually a really good breakdown. And Tucker, I know we joke around with you a lot, but you've done a phenomenal job up at training camp for the first time not having done it. Going up there, I know it can be overwhelming. And for any fans who go up there, it's hard when there's 90 guys on the field and you have two fields you're watching. You feel like you have to watch everything and you end up seeing nothing. And if you go out there and you try to pay attention to like four things and you have really good takes on four things, and then someone asks you like a question about, like one of the other eighty-six players that you weren't paying attention to. You're like I have no idea how he did it all. I only know about these four guys. So anyway, either way, Tucker, you've been doing a great job. And so anyone who's listening to this who has not yet subscribed to the Substack, the daily newsletter, you can get that information. You can get Tucker's breakdowns and his practice recaps, and then you can also get the morning breakdown and analysis from the Nerd Squad and Kent Swanson, Craig Stout, and Matt Lane. Um, again, that's kcsn.substack.com. You can find it also. In the information section for those watching on YouTube, we will link it down there. But, uh, guys, I want to just go. I'm gonna go to my Tucker, we'll have your uh, blind nail segment be last. I want to go to mine now because cool. it. It connects really easily to to what mine is, which is I want each of us to pick one young guy or one storyline that we're really looking forward to watching on Saturday. We're gonna kind of treat this like our game preview segment, even though it's literally almost an entire week before it's the last time we are recording before this show. So my player to watch on saturday it's going to be a little different and it might be the only one who brings up this name but dalton Schoen is the name that i'm going to talk about he's number two he's a wide receiver um he's a k-state guy so in three straight years i think he's around 500 yards um, scored a few touchdowns, made some big plays for K-State. Uh, it's personal for me. I knew Dalton a little bit when he was in high school, at Blue Valley Northwest, uh, when I was coaching baseball there. Before I got the job with the Chiefs, Dalton was an upperclassman when I was coaching the younger guys. And we had enough kind of overlap with the upperclassmen. that I got to at least see him from a distance, know of him a little bit and how great of an athlete he was in high school and then kind of follow him once he got to K-State. And now seeing him get an opportunity to go play in an NFL game for a team in an area that he grew up, rooting for and all those like hometown he's not the only one who's ever had that story but for me personally having known him a little bit and just these moments for preseason games you always talk about you know it's it's the the biggest moment these guys live they work all their lives these preseason we hear it all the time but when you really like humanize it and you know the people like it just hits different and so i'm really excited to see and i don't know if he's going to get any playing time i don't know if he's been doing much at camp Uh, I, i tweeted out the video the other day of tyron matthew running across the field and um, your, your hardest workers, you know, on a, one of the hottest days before a day off, when your star player who's in the midst of a contract negotiation is out there going as hard as we saw Tyron Matthew going, that's the shit that stands out to me. Like that, that's where it's like that, that's why everyone looks to him because he's going hard now, not just gets rah rah when there's 75,000 people in the stands. But the guy that I'm excited to watch on Saturday is Dalton Schoen, number two. uh Grew up, grew up in Kansas City, again, Blue Valley Northwest, Husky, then went to K-State. Now he's getting an opportunity uh, with the Chiefs. Phenomenal storyline. Hopefully he gets the ball in his hand. The kid can run. Um, so if he gets a little bit of space, uh, K-State fans know, uh, he'll get a cha- chance to take it in. So uh, that's what I want to know from you guys. Nick, I want to start with you. Who's the guy that you're excited to watch um, on Saturday, uh, not named Patrick Mahomes? Throw that yeah. in there. For the last you know,
3: second. I'm also going to say not on the offensive line either. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be weird, but, but for me with preseason, I want to see who who stands out to me. I'm not going with any sort of predetermined notions or anything like that. I want to see who's the guy on special teams who's going to be like, you know what? I'm a flipping dog. Like I'm a dog on special teams, and, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go run down. And you really can't say kickoff because they're always going outside the end zone. But I want to see the guy who's running down on punt team and who's making tackles. Who's and, and not even making tackles, but i want to see the guy who's a smart player. Like who, who's the guy's going to set the edge on that punt? Because, right? yeah. I mean, who, who's the guy who's going to go in there and uh, be, be the second or third person to to make that tackle, to get on that pile? And that's a, was, a
1: Jody Fortson type yeah. a guy that he goes out there, Marcus Kemp, Jody. And we know Marcus Kemp can play special teams. But you see Jody Fortson go out there and make a play on special teams. That's going to go a long way for a guy that needs to show Dave Tobe that he can be counted on as a guy who's trying to to make a spot on this roster. Exactly.
3: Uh, exactly. Like, I'm reminiscent yeah. of Dion Yelder a couple of years ago when there was a yeah. loose ball. In a and <laughs> you you love them. that story. <laughs> You've told that story so many <laughs> times. But there's about diehard outside the trenches
1: fans right now. They're just like, he really loves that story. I do.
3: No, <laughs> like the instinct, the instinct when you see a loose ball and go in there with uh, yeah. with hands first, not, not caring about your body. That is what endears you to special teams. And we got you. a guy like like Toe who, who will fight for you. If, if you're a dog on special teams, he will fight for you. Yep. You can make the squad. So that's what I want to see. I want to see that bottom part of that roster get figured out through special teams. God, there
1: are so many. We we talk about that. They, Tucker, I want to get your thoughts, but you look at the – and hopefully this isn't one of them. But you look at the wide receivers like Jody Fortson, Byron Pringle, Demarcus Robinson, Garrick Dieter. You were talking about four guys that have been in this system that one of those guys, two of those guys are going to step up and have career-type years and have earned it over the last four years. Four years and just numbers wise, not all those guys can step up, but we've watched those guys like there are a lot of really cool storylines to follow this preseason um, and guys that you're ultimately pulling for ultimately pulling for Gary Dieter and Jody Fortson and these guys that have been in the system a little bit uh, enough to know what's expected of them to go out there and give it their best shot. And they've done that. Hopefully they stay healthy and they give themselves a great look. But Tucker, who are you looking forward to watching out on Saturday?
2: Well, the wide receiver class is is really interesting, too, especially when Antonio Cowley was brought in to compete with that class and he got an injury. So it seems like there's an opening there. Jody Fortson's had a good camp. Marcus Kemp's had a good camp. Both of those guys getting in a lot on special teams during camp. So I think that those two guys kind of have the wide receiver shakeout is is a really good one to watch. Obviously, the offensive line, as Nick mentioned, I think that's kind of an easy cop-out answer, kind of like Patrick Mahomes is. But I, I'm pretty I'm pretty interested to see Jarek McKinnon and Darwin Thompson. Those two guys, to see how that shakes out, I don't think that you take both of them. I think it's going to be one or the other because Michael Burton is going to take up a spot as a fullback. Uh, So it's going to be looking like, now the Chiefs did just release their... Uh, their depth chart, their first unofficial depth chart, as much as stock as you want to put into this uh, in in week one. But uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Darrell Williams, Jarek McKinnon, and Darwin Thompson with Elijah Maguire and Derek Gore at the other spots. So it's looking like right now that's going to be a race for the number three running back. I think that one's going to be interesting. And obviously I'm looking forward to seeing Tommy Townsend out there. Uh, he did have a rough <laughs> Super Bowl. He's got a bounce back in his first preseason game. But I think he's not going to skip a beat. He's been dropping some dropping some bombs. There's a video of a, a six six-second hang time punt. Oh, golly. You, <laughs> Tucker, any guy can, I, can get underneath
1: Can finish. I give some breaking news that, Nick, you tell me if I just like blew people's minds? The person who makes the depth chart for the Chiefs preseason games. Oh, no, don't
2: don't tell him. It's behind the curtain.
1: I'm just gonna say they're not a coach and they have never stepped foot on an NFL field. <laughs> like
3: that's all I'm gonna say. Listen, no one wants I, to see I, behind that, the curtain, DJ. I was fine with not knowing that either, Tucker. I did not. <laughs> I should have fucking realized. All right, all right, we're done here. That just, just blew when my people mind. say,
1: like, oh, we put, shouldn't put a lot of stock into that, Put even less stock than what you think you put into it.
2: I did no. preface it, but it said unofficial, but it doesn't even matter if it's official, like it it's matter.
1: like a start. Let's sit he here and have something. a 20 minute debate on whether a, a start is a stat that even matters anymore.
3: Fair enough, it is, a st- it is, a, it matters because um, you know what, I mean, with. O-line Maybe for like in. offensive line, yes. But O-line, for like a skill
1: in. player, for running back, for a tight end?
3: Yeah, yeah. If you're that good, you're going to start. You're going to want to start the game with your best players. It's a start.
2: Mm-hmm. Snaps yeah, is a better person. Snaps,
3: snaps, snaps per whatever is good too. Yeah. Disagreeing.
1: All right, Tucker. Last People th- get
3: paid on starts.
1: Which is ridiculous because you know that it's based on personnel groupings.
2: Yeah, it is.
3: They could screw you over if they wanted to.
1: Yeah, like the mm-hmm. Sam linebacker probably gets screwed a lot. That yeah. that position probably does get screwed a lot in the contract yes. negotiations. But,
2: Oof. I didn't think about that. That's why you have you guys here.
1: That's <laughs> why yeah, so they have agents that are, literally <laughs> have the same arguments. <laughs>
2: good.
1: So, all right, Tucker, what do you got for
2: our last segment here? so you guys are both athletes um and i'm curious about this uh so we we had a little bit of weather out at chiefs training camp on sunday practice got canceled so what is your favorite type of inclement weather to play in
1: you just called me an athlete so i'm riding high right now (laughs) (laughs) i'll bet you are panama red
3: bj as as a pitcher as i mean you gotta specify it, like to, for like bj as like a pitcher i didn't mind when it was like
1: really hot and humid and all that it didn't it kept my arm loose so it didn't really bother me with baseball uh to play in, in really really hot weather um but for like football i never associate hot weather with fo- like football i think of like a cold fall like friday like 65 70 degree like fall night so i don't yeah. Ask the trench guy like how you feel. Like, who cares about what do you like to play in baseball? Like, I like keep my arm loose. What does he want to What does I'm this guy want to play?
3: I to watch. Well, it, it, I think it all depends. And it's funny, I grew up in Texas. So, like, football nights is, I think, hot, hot <laughs> nights. I think uh, hot he's Friday not an outdoorsy <laughs> guy,
1: though. I'm fascinated to know what your answer is this is the Texan who hates right. outdoors. Okay.
3: All right. So, so my favorite, it depends. let see, this is different as so O lineman. As a center, fuck that. I don't want any weather. I want mm-hmm. I want heat and and dryness. Right, as a center,
1: it's Arizona.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Indoors. <laughs> I, want, I want a living room. I want living room temperature in a dome in the Jones Dome in St. Louis or the the Superdome in New Orleans. That's that's yeah. what I want. Or or the sun or the, the Cardinal Stadium. That's uh, a dome. Uh, but if I'm a guard or tackle, my absolute favorite inclement weather or weather is is snow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love snow because guess what. D-Lineman can't rush in snow and it's brilliant. <laughs> and it's like, you got no more moves. You're good. We're gonna run you, all over the place.
1: They try to bend the edge and you just lightly push them and they just slide. <laughs> it's
3: like <laughs> it's like Super Mario Brothers 2, where you're like, you're like on the ice and you just got like slipping. You're like, no, I'm trying to go this way. <laughs> but yeah, give me snow. Give me snow all the way. Neutralize the, the defenders. You know, that's that's absolute best. Absolutely. And rain, screw that. I hate the rain as a center. Oh my God.
1: Yeah, Does awesome. anyone like the rain for, yeah.
3: Oh, if you're a guard or tackle, hell yeah. Hell yeah, absolutely. They're, that's about it. Everyone else is like, we hate the rain.
1: Mm. Tucker, what about you?
2: Um, I wouldn't really consider myself an athlete, but um, <laughs> I guess. You got to punt so? a football
1: 35 yards, so yeah. not everybody can punt. do that.
3: If you, you got to punt, what's your weather? You know, What would you least like to punt in?
2: It's got to be a nice um, – probably nice high altitude, probably in Denver. Uh, <laughs> make the ball travel a little bit quicker, a little bit further. Um, nice what, clear day. I
3: Good.
1: can help you. I'm going to reach back to my – I don't think you knew this. When I was 15 years old, I was a punter. So, obviously, I know a lot about punting. Mm-hmm. So, um, I could help with that. I was a high school punter, second team all-conference. Nick didn't even know that.
3: <laughs> what?
1: I want a state championship. I was what? a state champion punter my Stop sophomore it. year.
3: They had a state championship uh, off.
1: We won on the field at K-State. Wow. We were, I was – 5A game was after the 6A game, and we sat and I was watching Darren Sproles absolutely dominate the year before he went to K-State because we were the same age. Oh, okay. That 2000, 2000. That was his sophomore year. They were a little late to north. No, that was 98. It was my sophomore year. Okay.
2: So,
1: That's
2: yeah, awesome. we had like guess-
1: 19 senior starters. They're really Damn. good, yeah.
2: I guess I guess I was a little premature in calling myself an athlete. I was second team All News Press as a center my senior year of high school. Um, sure.
1: oh, so yeah, let's go. So
2: I know I was center all. Wait, how long did I play? Since like fourth grade, so fourth all the way through high school as a center. Yeah. Were you? Were like, you? What, what, would
3: you be described as tough and nasty? Or would it be like like sweet and and gentle like? Well, no,
2: I, it, it, I got the low center of gravity, okay. so you know I'm only like five seven on a good day. So I'd I'd move those. Yeah, no, I'm short. No, I'm short. <laughs> so so I was <laughs> in person before. No, we haven't. <laughs> Nick and I have never seen each other in real life. Yeah, so we've, he's never been never <laughs> we've never met IRL. We've never met IRL. Thanks for telling me that. It'll be like meeting Lady Gaga
3: or the Olsen Twins. <laughs> like, oh, I thought, oh, you're, oh, you're. Five
2: one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's so like the first time really you meet Adam
1: Schefter and Ian Rappaport You're like, oh, that's
2: right. you yeah. guys are short. There wasn't really a, a market for five seven offensive linemen out of high school, so I kind of had to hang it up after that. But that's no, fun. I enjoyed it. I, as a center, you got to know all the things as, you know, on the offensive line. So I guess that's what led me to my current profession as an offensive line coach. That's
3: awesome. You really yeah. are a line coach
2: right now. Mm-hmm, really am. Awesome, yeah. Nick, Shit, do you want
3: to go? Nick, out. you
1: should go up there and help him.
3: <laughs> I would love to. Absolutely. I just volunteered,
1: Nick.
2: I'll do <laughs> it. Nick, I'll do get it. Get up there and practice. Absolutely, Man. Tucker, I'll do it. Man, these kids it. are going to be. These kids You've are going to be shocked before. when, when I bring up Nick lucky and Jeff Allen, because Jeff has said like he's like, yeah, I'll I'll go and talk to him. Anything you need, I'll I'll do it for him. I was like, these kids, awesome. these kids are going to be like, whoa, blow them away. That's awesome. They know Tucker. Yeah,
3: that's that's how you should say it no not right. gonna
1: say that. as we wrap up this show does nick do you have any parting words for everybody before they listen to you know this episode and the three or four days leading up to the chief's first preseason game
3: i have never been more excited for a, a, a preseason game i hate preseason games i hate the preseason uh, i hate everything about it but I've never been more excited for this game just just to get the bad taste out of our mouths from the Super Bowl just to see, you know, what this Chiefs what like just a, a glimpse into what this season is going to look like, you know, who's going to show up on defense and and just see the packages and see what what entails and that's what I'm most excited about for for this preseason game. But I am hyped. I'm excited to talk about a game next week. A game I don't give a shit if it's a preseason game week
1: 1 starters get no reps. That's $3 for the swear jar, Nick. Okay. We're, we're doing good in the last couple episodes. Tucker, what are your parting words for us?
2: It doesn't matter if it's a preseason game, it's still football. I know there were some people I don't want to give any any um airtime to the specific person that tweeted out about saying that preseason football don't His have to. Mike to Florio. I'll,
1: I'll give it to him. His name's Mike Florio, and he's the Mike, worst.
3: Who's Mike? Is he pro? Is he pro football talk? Yeah. He is such a chode. Sorry, I said that on public. I, 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 I've stopped caring.
2: He's
1: the one that publicly, basically, told them to like hit Patrick Mahomes after the whistle, and then he yeah. tried to. A, he don't,
2: I, I don't think that. He also he said that football. he would. He's not as a lawyer. He, he also said website. he would, Stop covering the NFL if Tyree Kill ever played again. And listen, Tyreek Kill has played several football games since he said that, and he's still covering football. So
1: that guy's been doing favors like that. He hired Scott I'm Pioli sure. right after I'm he sure. did hit pieces for Pioli. Like, come on! But yeah. that's a whole different podcast, whole different yeah. time. Just, just know people. He's that been doing warm, this for but... a very. He's been doing this for a very, very long time. And there are favors. I say, there are favors. You, there is one media outlet that Chiefs.com never asked to interview or never interviewed the entire time that I was there. That's all I will say. I was consistent from the beginning. So I've never liked that dude. There we go. So, and never heard anybody who's worked with him saying nice things about him. And then he went after Mahomes. And that did not make a lot of people very happy. So you don't do that. Don't act like that. Nope. But everybody, we appreciate you for listening to this episode of Outside the Trenches here on KC Sports Network. Again, thank you for the support. Please tell your friends, tell your other family members that love the Chiefs what we've got going on here. Let them subscribe to the YouTube channel. And if they like that, then go to the KC. Um, Sports Network, Substack, .substack kcsn.substack.com. If you enjoy getting daily updates, um, you'll make sure you're always entertained, educated, and informed about what's going on with the Chiefs and whatever medium you guys like getting your content, whether it's the audio platforms or our YouTube channel. And we've also got that newsletter, again, to take care of all of our day ones. We appreciate all of you. Check out the merch store, get some cool stuff there, but we appreciate it. If you have anything for us, don't hesitate to shoot us a note, shoot us messages, let us know what you like or don't like about the show as I know we tweaked the format with this one a little bit, but we appreciate all your support. Thank you again, and we will see you next week.
0: If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up.